0: Hello and welcome to Horror Court Trash Over, the show that discusses all the masterpieces and trash the pieces of genre cinema. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. Oh my. <laughs> what a bag of
1: shit. Wow. <sighs>
0: this fucking clear. Okay, so first of all, I, I misjudged this. I thought uh, this week was a weekly not to Easter and, you know, me being professional that I am, I uh, got it wrong. So we should have technically been doing this episode next week, but I'm just glad we got it out the fucking way. Because yeah, we're this, a little premature, but. This is fucking dreadful. This is, this might be the worst film I've ever seen in my life. This, this is up there. It's not even fun. It's no. Just shit. The, this film is called The Beast of Bunny, but it's also known as Beast of Day Here Comes Peter Cotton Hell. Um, no. It makes no sense. It, it, it makes it, no
1: Peter Cotton Hell, there's absolutely no reference to that name in the
0: film. No. It's directed by John um uh, but just is disguised himself as the Snig Brothers for some reason.
1: We've seen that a couple of times. Haven't yeah, we? when people have referred to themselves as like brothers.
0: Yeah, when it's just one. Person. It's just
1: one person. Wasn't it snakes on a train. I
0: think it was. I mean, wow. Well, there you go. You can see the connection. Well, I don't get it. I don't understand. Um, This was released in 2014 and it was released on a budget of $150,000. Where the fuck that budget went to? I have no idea. The only bit of trivia I have is that the film is a parody of Here Comes Peter Cottontail from 1971. I don't know what film that is. No, and I I don't know how this is a parody of anything. Here Comes Peter Cottontail. In fact, it kind of feels like the director of the film has never seen another film in his life. Um... Yeah, I found this in uh, CX, in uh, Blackpool, actually. Uh, that, to those in America, I don't know if you have CX, but it's like a, a store where you trade in films and and such. And, uh, yeah, th- I saw the cover. I thought, you know, what? this could be a So Bad It's Good masterpiece. I better pick this up. Um, yeah, I couldn't have been any more wrong. This was not So Bad It's Good it's it's barely barely a fucking film um i mean this is 50p that's, that's the, picture, yeah? <laughs> no, the price of the dvd oh was 50p. excuse me even that seems like a little much <laughs> um and instead of trivia the only thing i've got down written down here is the films that the directors made is, is other films he uh is in fact a porn film director Yes, and indeed. he has made films with a title such as Blood, Bullets, Buffoons. The Blood Horror Video That Made Me Puke on My Aunt Gertrude. Yeah, a real title. Oh, okay. The Erotic Witch Project 1, 2 and 4. Um, number 4 is what called... number 3? I don't know, but number 4 is called Lust in Space. So it's Blair Witch Project in Space. Uh, Girl Exposes Girl, The Alien Encounter. Okay. Mistress Frankenstein. Gladiator Erotics, Lesbian Warriors, Playmate of the Apes, Who Wants to Be an Erotic Billionaire? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. (laughs) Kinky Kong, Kong. (laughs) Bat Babe, The Dark Knighty, and Bravengers, Age of Baldtron. Fantastic. I bet all of those are better films than this. No what gets me about this film is obviously it's a film called The Beaster Bunny, so I wasn't exactly watching it with high expectations. I like I said uh minimum I was expecting is so bad it's a good film. Uh, but this is fucking offensive. Like I, I was angry watching this film. and and this is coming from someone who watches a lot of films that could be deemed offensive, but you know, just watch them as films. I I, I rarely get offended. Um but this is fucking offensive.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: it's homophobic. It's um, m- sexist on another level. Like, so sexist. Every woman in this film is there as a sexual object. Yeah. They're nothing more. Yeah. Well, you have... Or an idiot. You have the final girl or whatever. Yeah, who becomes the final girl and becomes this strong character within the last two minutes of the film. Yeah. She's an asshole until to that Yeah. Point. Every other woman in this film is rude... ...stupid or just there to be sexy. That's it. Yeah, really. Well, they don't last very long, do they? Uh, no, no, not particularly. Um, getting into it, the plot is... ...a giant bloodthirsty Easter bunny... ...starts viciously killing the local townsfolk. When the mayor refuses to act... ...and the attacks grow more gruesome... ...the town finds its very survival... ...in the hands of a wannabe actress... ...and an, <laughs> a crazy dog catcher. Really? I suppose that is. That's the plot the of the last three minutes. Plot,
1: yeah, that's the plot of the last yeah three minutes.
0: Yeah. <sighs> Dear me, um, and let's uh, let's talk about the design of the creature.
1: It looks like a rat. It looks like a dishevelled rat.
0: It looks like a rat. And it's a man in what is supposedly a bunny costume, but it definitely looks more like a rat. But he's actually, he's been filmed on a green screen and imposed on the film. Yeah. So it just looks fucking stupid. It's it, like, at first it's funny, but then after a while it's just like, okay, yeah, we're watching the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Um, we start the film with lots of plastic eggs and a score that sounds like it belongs in the superhero film. So it might be the score from uh, Avengers. Age of Balduron. Yeah, probably. I should imagine so because I mean he's taken all of his actors from those films. Yeah. Like this film's cast is entirely made up of people who've either never acted in another film and have never acted in another one since, uh, or people who have been in his porn films. Yeah, I
1: mean, when something's as good as Brave
0: *Avengers*, well, uh, yeah. you know you gotta take
1: inspiration from it. Dear me.
0: <laughs> so we uh, we're then shown a wedding with. Some of the worst sound editing I've ever heard in a film. Like, this is up there with Birdemic sound editing. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah. it, it cuts in and out constantly. One thing's louder than the other. It's a mess. It's not mess. Some of mess. it's
1: very clearly in a studio. Yeah. Even though they're meant to
0: be outside. Yeah. And uh, there's a jazz band playing at this wedding. And uh, the best man at the wedding is uh, the groom's son. And uh, this man is marrying a very young uh, young lady. She's 20 years younger than him. And so this best man gets up and does this speech. Uh, he's talking shit about his dad. Uh, he says, Cindy, you're 20 years younger than my dad. I hope you like his balls. His old balls. His old balls. Yeah. And something about his
1: mum having to turn tricks after the divorce. Yeah. Um, all his uh, college money's going on this young wife now. So he's gonna be in debt for the rest of his life, so the guy's acting a, an arsehole,
0: really. Yeah, the dad says, I should have worn a condom, the little shit. <laughs> yeah, Um, and then the, the son goes out, starts hitching a ride, he storms out. Uh, the bride and groom are cutting the cake. Uh, the son's hand is cut off, uh, with his thumbs up still, and he's dragged away. And now, this is what, um, this is what pissed me off about this film is that. It was like it was trying to be so bad it's good. It, it was like it was purposely trying to be a bad film. Yeah. And I fucking hate when films do that. Like, the, the only way that a bad film is funny is if it's not intended to be bad. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, Troll 2, for example... There's a documentary about it where the director goes on record saying he fought and still thinks to this day that he made a good, scary horror film. Yeah,
1: there's a little heart to it when yeah. you
0: have films like that. Yeah, look at The Room. Look how, how beloved The Room is because Tommy Wiseau thought he was making a good film but he made this disaster. And, you know, people love it. They, they love it for that reason, you know. And it gives use of something that's a bad film and it doesn't make it a total waste. This is a total waste. This film just shouldn't have been released. I don't know how this got a DVD release. No. Like, I, don't, I almost don't even want to fucking talk about this film. It's just, it's pissed me off so much. <laughs> it really has pissed I me off. I gave up
1: Karen very like, early on in this film. Oh
0: my God. And the characters are so unbearable to watch. Especially one, the lead character. When we get to him, I'm, I, yeah, I'll just get on with it so we can get to him. Because uh, he, he is in the next scene. We're introduced to him. He looks like Adam Driver. Yeah, we don't, we don't see any of this wedding again. We no, no, this wedding guests. has absolutely fuckles to do with the rest of the film. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're introduced to budget Adam Driver. His name's Doug. And he works for a dog catching company. And we get some comedic music because, you know, the director thinks this is so funny. He's got a goatee as well, so it must be funny. He looks like a fucking arsehole, and he is an arsehole. Like, I was angry watching him. I fucking hate this guy. (laughs) I don't know who he is. I'm sure he's a lovely guy in real life, but his acting is fucking atrocious. He hams it up. Oh, my God. When it gets into the final ten minutes, he's running around screaming, and I almost couldn't watch him. It it wound me up so much. See, he's
1: getting dressed, doesn't he? Yeah. His whole wardrobe is literally um, no dogs allowed t shirts. Yeah, essentially. So he's a dog catcher. Um, But that's all he has in his wardrobe. He decides to stuff numerous socks down his jeans to make his package look bigger. And then he does a Travis Bickle impression with his stuffed bunny. Yeah. So the taxi driver that is, Um, you talking to me? That shit that's been done a
0: million times. And then he shoves the teddy, uh, the rabbit teddy, down his trousers. Yeah. Which is supposed to be funny, (laughs) apparently. Uh, And we get another old man with a young girlfriend situation. Yeah, which I thought was his parents, but turns out it's not. It's just the way it's cut. Yeah. So this is Brenda's parents. Brenda is our second lead character. Um, And... At first, I swear they got the names mixed up. I swear they called the daughter Alice, but Alice is actually the uh, stepmom's name. Yes. Uh, but I swear, I've got it written down here. They, I swear that's what they called the daughter at first. But her name's Brenda. Um, she calls up, the dad's fuming, he does not want to hear from her. Um, well, the dad's
1: fuming because his young wife is cooking bacon and sausages. Yeah. And he's not allowed any. So it, she says, you've got to watch your cholesterol. He says cholesterol, molesterol. Um, so that, that's an indicator of where the humour's going in this film. Mm. And uh, it would be she's only cooking it so that he can smell them. Yeah. And, but she cooks loads. Like she, she cooks like a ridiculous at least amount. 15 sausages yeah. and 15 rashes of bacon. You, you could have gotten that from a couple of sausages and a couple of rashes if, if he was just going to smell them. It's true. So I think she was mentioned on them when you weren't looking.
0: Uh, well, Brenda's on the phone. She's given up acting and she wants to come home, but he's not having it. He's not happy about that at all. No, she's, uh, he's fuming, isn't he? Yeah. Another career change. The call just ends, goes nowhere.
1: Yeah, she's been chucked out, so all her stuff's out on the street. So she has to return home. Yeah. We get a lookalike of Kat Slater from EastEnders. <laughs> yeah. I put Kat Von D. <laughs> well. If anyone's familiar with Kat. Kat Slater's uh, a British soap uh, character. But I think for
0: American audiences, she, she looks a bit like Kat Von D. Yeah, she's uh, she's there in a suggestive nightwear because every woman in this film has to either be dressed in some sexy outfit or have no clothes on at all. So Yeah. Um... Which, I mean, yeah, it's fine, you know, celebrate the body and all, but this is not for that reason. This is purely the director being a perv. Yeah,
1: I mean, you've you got to know your target audience with these films, like, uh, I suppose.
0: I mean, obviously, you can tell he's a porn <clears throat> director. He, he's yeah. used this film as an excuse to get these women in these sexy clothes and run away from a guy in a rabbit suit. <laughs> yeah. So, Cat Slate is uh, in a suggestive nightwear. she starts cutting some lemons... Um, she makes a drink and the giant rabbit first appears he's watching her have a drink um, and she notices him and she just stands in one spot screaming and waving at him Um, she then gets run over she does the rabbit pulls her eyeball out and throws it through the window into her drink And then her boyfriend turns up, he's looking for her, and he uh, starts drinking the drink with the eyeball in it. Yeah, and the
1: eyeball
0: gets stuck in his mouth. And he has absolutely no reaction to it. No reaction. Uh, The deaths are really weird in this film because (laughs) they happen and you don't realise they've happened.
1: Yeah.
0: It's really strange. Like There are moments where you think you've missed something because it just happens.
1: Yeah. And a lot of the kills, the, the, the suggestion is that the rabbit has eaten them. Yeah. But then their body parts are still just lying around. So I don't understand what the rabbit's really doing.
0: No, me neither. Um, After that scene, uh, the dog catcher's having a meeting. And what is
1: his name? Because I've got him down a sock stuffer. Oh, Doug. 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 Yeah. Oh, Doug. Piece of shit, Doug. So, Doug works at Dog Catchers in the Rye. That's a good pun now in the old J.D. Salinger novel. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. I shouldn't no, laugh. Please, please continue. Well, you you know the, the, the novel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah! Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, he fails to win the Dog Catcher of the Year award. He's very upset. Old Hector's won it instead, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. And, um, yeah, then we cut to a scantily clad lady gardening. Yeah, unsurprisingly. There's carrots all over her garden. Um, why? I don't, I don't... This is the only reference we get to the Beast of Bunny leaving carrots lying around everywhere. Yeah, so he's
0: left her a carrot trail. We, when she's doing her gardening, we get to see a point of view shot of the shovel. Going we into the ground. It, I don't know yeah. why this exists, but it was in there. Well, it was an artistic decision, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it was
1: made. If Hitchcock had done it, you would have been like, that's fantastic.
0: Yeah, but this isn't. This is uh, a porn director who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing with his film. Um, so, yeah, there's a carrot trail, and she does this awful scream. Um yeah, it was really bad. There's a few screaming. bad screams in this. I can't remember which one this was. And uh, the rabbit rips her T-shirt off. Yeah.
1: So we can see her breasts. Because that
0: is really fucking necessary. Uh, she runs away. Her boobs bouncing everywhere. and then For quite she just, a while, isn't it? For She's quite a while. around that garden. Without a top on. And she just stands still. Her boobs are still wobbling about everywhere. And we get a really close-up shot of them. We do, A
1: yeah.
0: uh, Multiple close-up shots. And then the rabbit decapitates her. Yes. Yeah, um, <laughs> again, you wouldn't know this happened because there's no indication. It just randomly happens. Yeah. Um, and then we get a dinner scene with Brenda and her dad. Yeah, she, some food. He's having
1: a salad. She's he, having a fry up. Yeah,
0: he thought she was vegan, but that was so last year.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's telling her off for having another career change. Yeah. She's not an actress anymore, she's going to be a poet.
0: Apparently she's already been a failed actress, she's already been a failed opera singer, she's already been a failed painter, and now she wants to be a poet. And she's like, I want you to water me with your wallet, daddy.
1: Yes. She's a flower, and she needs uh, his wallet to water her.
0: Yeah, and the breakfast they're eating looks fucking disgusting. It does actually look vile. I don't know where they went for that food, but Jesus. Yeah, it looks awful. And then he
1: makes some weird analogy for a very long time. About, about compromise. Na- yeah, about napkins and compromising and finding a job.
0: He turns a napkin into a hat at some point.
1: So the napkin through compromise becomes very much, very different things. But in the end, it's just a napkin. And therefore, she needs to get a job. Yeah.
0: Whatever the fuck that meant. It, it goes on for so long. Um, and then we get some horse riding. Might surprise you, but the horse rider's wearing suggestive clothing as well. Yeah. Um, she's cut in half by a tree.
1: She is, actually. Yeah, so the young lady's horse riding. The Beast of Bunny approaches. She sees it. Rides off. But hits a branch of a tree, which cuts her in half. Yeah. So a bottom half still on the poor horse, and the horse is not reacting to any of this, and uh, a top half is somewhere on the branch. Yeah. And it's really bad uh, green screen shit,
0: isn't it? It it is. It's it's like uh, it's like a college project almost. It's on that level of professionalism, yeah. and the sound effects. We might even have a few of them on here. We have our own sound effects now, which you've never used before. Um, we've got a laugh. <laughs> I'm sure that was used during their meeting. Yeah, probably. I, I think yeah. that was used during their meeting. Um, you play around the sound. Yeah, thing? can you not hear them?
1: Yeah, I can
0: hear. And them. this, I think, this one should have been used more often. <gasps> This, this would have been used during the town fair scene at the end. Actually, that was me when it finished. Uh, but yeah, those sound effects are more professional than the uh, the actual uh, sound effects in the film. This
1: film is so bad that you've decided to start using the sound
0: effects. We okay, can use the rest of them as well, just so we finish it off. We've got a crow. We've got uh, a clap. Oh! 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 No! Shit! I thought that was gonna be ooh. No, was, that's fucking weird. Stop! 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 And a whistle. There we go. There, how do I fucking get this off? Stop whistling! Stop! Stop it now! Yeah, this film's a piece of shit.
1: Excuse me, it's a very professional podcast. Well, no, we're they here know talking all our... about this remake of Catcher in the Rye, <laughs> and uh, you're talking about sound effects
0: i'm proving that our sound effects are more professional than this film yeah that's true so where were we horse riding horse riding lady gets cut in half and after this scene finishes the intense soundtrack music continues on to the next scene because you know who gives a shit about editing
1: that's true actually so it's it's brenda going up to the um dog catches in the rye boss looking for a job isn't it yeah Yeah, and uh, she's doing everything to sort of suggest that she's not good for the role, and he still gives it to her, and she's fuming. But as she's walking up to him, this intense music is still playing
0: in the last scene, and it's like, ooh. He's blowing some sort of recorder at a snake. Yeah, I don't get that. Uh, And he says, can you put on a hat? And she's like, I guess. And he's like, you're hired. And she's like, fuck. Yeah. Uh, there's a boring conversation between Doug and Hector about his trophy that he won. Oh, yeah, skip that part. Um, a random five-second shot of slow-mo CGI horses. <laughs> and then there's a random guy and girl in the woods. She takes her clothes off. What a surprise. Now, she takes... Now, I've got a
1: question for you on this one. She takes all her clothes yeah. off. Yeah. So we see everything. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a ratio of pay... ...relevant to how
0: much they're willing to show. No, he's a porn director. No. I'm pretty sure his going rate's the same for everybody. But but she shows... Probably less for women. But she shows everything. So
1: she shows yeah. the top and the, the, her um, vagina. And I'm trying to sound professional here. So do you think that Kat Slater at the beginning... ...because she didn't show...
0: ...it was just a suggestive lingerie... Do you think she got paid less? Listen, I'm sure the I'm sure, you know, this is a very professional film set and all the, the pay rates and everything were all reviewed carefully. I'm sure the director's a lovely guy, but I can guarantee you, no one in this film was paid enough, and I'm pretty sure they're probably all paid the same. I doubt anyone was paid more than the other. Okay. Just from watching this film and the sort of film it is, I highly doubt it. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thinking, you know.
1: You'd like to think so, but I, I doubt it. I'm just, obviously it's a big thing at the moment,
0: pay it's rates for women, I was just... Yeah. So she gets the fanny out, She's and uh, then her boyfriend says, this is my kind of Easter egg hunt. Yeah, because he's picking up her underwear. Yeah, he says, I'm going to give you my Easter basket, and he chases her around the woods, and he finds her bent over behind a tree. Yeah, she's got her ass up in the air. Got her ass up in the air, and it uh, turns out she's been cut in half. Yeah. He runs away, screaming. Yeah. He gets eaten. Well, he finds a random knife and a pack of cigarettes on the floor, and he reaches for them and grabs the cigarettes instead of the knife. Um, and then he gets eaten, decapitated, and he's still a smoke coming from his mouth because it's meant to be funny. Uh, we hear some porn music playing. Appropriate. Um, budget Billy Ray Cyrus uh, walks up to a child, nicks a lollipop and tells her to stop littering.
1: Oh yeah, this is the um mayor.
0: Yeah. So he's the mayor, uh, there's a girl protesting about road signs outside his office. He didn't give a shit. No, he said he's busy mayoring. Yeah. He calls if, her a stupid girl. If she's got a problem with the stop sign, she needs to uh, make her own. you got sound effects, uh, uh, you know, the terrible Final Cut Pro sound effects. Of uh, cars crashing in the background for added comedic effect. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, because they've got no stop signs. And uh, yeah, he tells her she's got more butt than his ex wife, and that's a lot of butt. Yeah, because she's that butt, but, butt, butt, butt. Then there's another girl walking in the woods, and she's texting, and I've got that written down exactly what she was texting. She said, "Yo, you hitting that club?" And that's what a friend said to her, yo you hitting the club and she says she's getting dollars, dollar signs. And then she replies What ch you? As in W U T C H space U What ch- I don't get. Yeah no I it makes no sense. Um, she walks past a pair of legs that have been torn off somebody. But she's so focused on her
1: text message that she doesn't notice.
0: Yeah, she's cut in half and she says, I have to tweet about this. It shows you a phone again and someone says, is your phone broke? Phone is spelled F-O-N. And she says YOLO, dollar signs and dies. And I, I think this really speaks to us about,
1: you know, society at the moment and how we're all so focused and ourselves, and the, the role of technology, that we, do, we never see what's around us. You know, this, this lady, she walked over a pair of legs and didn't even take notice. Her fellow man is suffering, and she's too busy, wondering how she's going to get her
0: dollars in the club. Chris? Yes? Shut the fuck <laughs> up. This film has no fucking... I mean, if, if that isn't trying to put a message across. Do you not feel like this is
1: a great allegory about society?
0: In yeah. The, in the
1: modern age?
0: Yeah, I think it's the most important film I've ever made. Um, to make you realise, you know, how not to make a film. Do you feel like the Beast of Bunny is a product of global warming? Maybe, maybe. I think you get a mixed sort of birdemic. Okay, sorry. Um... Doug's given a life lesson about dog catching. He's being fucking creepy. There's a Spanish girl exercising in the woods and we get close-ups of her hard nipples. We do, actually. <laughs> yeah. Do you think we would have enjoyed this more if we were straight?
1: Yes, of course. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. I mean, I still not recommending it to anybody, but, you know.
1: Well, the, the Spanish lady with no bra... Um, she's got a rope, and she's ready to climb some rocks um but it's very, very obvious that the rocks she's about to climb using this rope aren't even that high <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's very, very clear um and as she's climbing the beaster bunny eats her foot and her hand, yeah, and uh for some reason, her middle finger's up, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, she didn't actually give him the finger. No. But apparently she did, and that, that's it. Again, it's this... I, I feel like the Beast of Bunny is eating people, but it's not. It's just chomping it and spitting it out. I yeah,
0: so. and he has a target audience. He only eats sexy women. Yes. And anyone who's with them.
1: Yes, or the men who happen to be with the sexy women.
0: Yeah. Um take from that what you will uh so after this doug was uh he gives a story about how he was going to be in the police and starts screaming about it it's fucking does he yeah about it's about him and the police force and he went in the police academy and loud noises scare him and all bullshit okay um into a bare ass in a pool that's yeah, down. yeah, and um, this is where we get a uh, funny joke about the mayor being a paedophile.
1: Yeah, and it, it kind of looks like the bare-ass, uh, the naked lady is in the pool and she's doing some sort of softcore posing for us. Yeah. So, but I feel like it's part of a different... Scene yeah, I feel like it's from a, a different film. film. Yeah. Um, it's definitely not the pool that the mayor's
0: at. Yeah, the cops come in and the mayor's like, Oh my oh God, God, no, not the first. The first come here." she told me she's 17. But they're not bothered about that. Um, and uh, by the way, she is not 17. She is easily in her late 20s. Yeah, that's true. Um, and uh, the cop tells them about the killings and she's doing all her poses in the pool in the meantime. Yeah. So... The mayor doesn't care. No, he he doesn't care. He doesn't care. And uh, we go to Roger, who is one of the dog catchers, and he's told that there is a tree rat on the loose, and he's got to go and get it. Well, the tree rat's a squirrel. Yeah, so he's looking for this uh, squirrel. rude to squirrels, Mm -hmm. you know. Well, he's looking for it, and uh, the Bunny is behind him and starts mimicking his footsteps. He then chases, the bunny then chases him to a goal post and uh, he says you and me buddy sudden death the bunny kicks him into the goal post and pulls his foot and fingers off yeah yeah and that's that that's Roger Gunn. I don't know where this goal has come from but yeah there's a scene of um, Doug making a joke about squirrels and nuts so if it is a squirrel, I've got to protect my nuts. he puts some sort of protector thing on his crotch. Yeah,
1: yeah, and he's acting strange, so Yeah, Brenda... he acts strange throughout the whole fucking film, because he but, can't act. But, but he's talking strange to Brenda, and Brenda says she thought he would be more of a fan of Judy Garland than Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Yeah, he makes an Apocalypse Now reference, and she says... Oh, I thought you'd be more of a Judy Garland fan. Mm. Because homosexuals have never seen Apocalypse Now.
0: Yeah, this is... Uh, He's very offended first... at the
1: insinuation that he might be a homosexual.
0: Yeah, this is the first gay joke Yeah. Um, of a few. He says uh, that Roger put the cat in catcher and, my God, that boy loved the pussy. And Hector said, did he die of a heart attack at the bar? (laughs) Whatever that means. Uh, Yeah. So the mayor's talking to reporters now and uh, blames the killings on the Amish people. Amish. That's what I said. Oh, what's that? Yeah. He blames it all on them. It's all their fault. Um, And the reporter's spot a giant egg and the mayor blames it on... He says, uh, it's just decorations
1: well he blames it on the armature but he also says it's um is this where he's created some edible tools that's the next uh, press conference oh excuse me well, he blames it on like tools doesn't he or something yeah
0: yeah it's all because of the power tools i don't get it so the power tools have killed people yeah so he has to make them into edible power tools what the fuck <sighs> So
1: Sorry, guys, I'm sure you're as confused as we are. I, I don't know what is going on.
0: Yeah, in fact, you should probably be grateful that we're telling you about something so you don't have to watch it. Yeah.
1: I've written down the words boring shit so much yeah. in my notes. I've written
0: down I hate Doug so many times. Mm. Um, then we get some boring shit in the woods. Yeah, weird fantasy scene where Doug and Brenda are eating a banana from both ends. And Brenda wants to know if Hector is single... Doug then calls him a Nazi, says he lives with his mum and then calls him gay. <laughs> there we go. And then he starts insinuating that he's gay by accident. And then he said he isn't gay. And then we get this whole gay humour. But should have died out about five years before this. But no. Then we then we cut to two... Um...
1: Guys in high visas, They're going to move the giant egg. Yeah. And then they get eaten. I, I don't even know how. And I I oh, really stopped caring at this before point. Before this, um, oh, Alice, not Alice, uh,
0: Brenda storms off. Um, about after finding out he might be gay, she goes for a walk. Starts listening to some shit music, and the bunny stalks her. She runs away. And then Doug, like the fucking idiot he is, starts running after her saying how much he loves her and starts calling her all weird names and shit. And she drives off.
1: Did I miss that
0: part? If you did, I'm jealous. So, yeah, the construction worker's there and uh, one of them says, what's the difference between a wife and a job? The job still sucks after 10 years. (laughs) Yeah, they get eaten. And one it of them must sad existence to make jokes like that. I know, and one of them's like, ah, oh, this is karma for all those chocolate bunnies I ate when I was younger. Why? Why did anybody read this and think, okay, that's hilarious? That's let's great. put it in the film. Great humor,
1: very funny.
0: And who the fuck watched this film? and Was like, oh yeah, let's fucking release this. Who the fuck
1: wrote this? It's
0: film. En- it's always it's embarrassing. That's the only thing, that's one thing I can think of in this film. It's embarrassing. Some of them you wouldn't want to be released. Like, who's proud of this? Who's proud of this enough to release it? Then we cut back to the mayor and the
1: journalists again. Ah, oh, this is where they start talking shit about edible tools.
0: Yeah, still blaming the Amish people. Um, yeah. They've turned food into tools now. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. A whole sequence about that. Hector finds the bunny, and he finds an army tank, hides behind it and oh. runs away. I thought this is the point where we were maybe gonna get the army tank, uh, army tank against the bunny, but no, no, that's too high budget for not them. In the
1: budget, they just sort of ran around the tank and ran back.
0: They probably used hundred fifty thousand to hire the tank. That's probably where the whole budget it went. Went
1: on the poster. No. The poster
0: actually looks half decent yeah. compared to the film. And then after this he gets impaled with his own trophy and cut in half by the bunny and there's a bit of blood smudged on the camera. Yeah, this is a really weird shit. It's it almost burns. like they ran out of fake blood, so they had to uh they had to put fake blood on there.
1: Yeah, it was like um clip
0: art shit. Yeah. Yeah. So uh after this Doug turns up to work the next day wearing these stupid fucking leather trousers that made me hate him even more. Well, they're like tights. He, he turns up wearing those. He sits down and... Uh, but ballet. Yeah. Yeah, tights. Brenda's crying about uh, about the death of Hector because she was so emotionally attached to him. And, uh, and then Doug forces her head down into his crotch makes some more jokes about Hector being gay. And she's like, okay, is that a miniature golf pencil in your pants? He stands up and he's got a tiny erection. Does a uh, your mum joke to somebody? He does, yeah. Um, he goes out, finds the bunny. Uh, his boss tells him before this not to wear those trousers ever again, so he quickly changes them for the next scene. He
1: does, actually, <laughs> yeah. It's back
0: in his jeans. So he runs back, after spotting the bunny, he runs back to the office and starts screaming about the apocalypse and the bunny and...
1: Starts telling everyone, including the sound lady in the background of the shot.
0: Yeah, the level of professionalism in this film, <laughs> the sound lady is actually in the background of the shot. She is. That just shows how little care was put into the editing of this film.
1: Yeah. Because it was completely... they? They they could have done that without her. It wasn't like they they shot it and they couldn't have just edited it out. I just don't think they can.
0: No, no, of course they didn't.
1: Um, so it's like that murder weapon. Is it murder weapon film? With yeah, murder weapon with Renee Quigley <laughs> for a Really long time. One of the sound guys is in the middle of the room, with the, the with the mic, but he's there for a long time. Yeah, yeah. They they should have. E- they should have realised he was there. <laughs> everyone makes fun of him. They said, Ah, you're crazy. There can't be a giant rabbit killing everyone. Yeah. So, uh,
0: he's
1: in it alone, isn't he? So, he's yeah. on his own now and he needs to save the day. And we're
0: like, Oh, come on. So, he decides to do this by running around the streets.
1: <laughs> and that's all he does. It's running
0: around the streets, screaming giant rabbit. giant rabbit. Empty streets, shouting about a giant rabbit. Yeah. That's how he's meant to save the he day. He is... So so frustrating to watch. I fucking hate this guy so much. In fact, this might be the worst film character I've ever seen. I, I, I genuinely don't think I've ever liked disliked anyone as much as him.
1: Yeah, but in terms of, I mean... There will be characters that we don't like because we're not meant to like. Yeah. Yeah. But, I I mean, this guy's just unbearable. This, well, this guy's meant to be comedic lead. Is he meant... I don't know. I don't fucking know. Anyway, on his travels running around screaming about a fucking um giant rabbit, he first meets some crazy homophobic evangelical Christians, doesn't he? yeah, and a uh, guy
0: preaching about how uh gay is a cause extinction,
1: yeah, and to distract them and get away from them, he shouts, "Oh my God, look two guys kissing, yeah, and they're they're all ready to um." pounce on these two guys kissing. Then he goes to a house, a random house. It's the only house that he actually goes to, knocking on the door, shouting about a giant rabbit. An angry man in a tank top and a baseball bat pops his head out the window. And he's like, oh, I'll fucking kill you. Get away from my door. Yeah, he
0: says, shut the fuck up or
1: I'll beat your ass so hard your grandchildren will bleed. Yeah, lovely. And, um... Yeah, that's about it, actually, because he doesn't believe him either. No. About a giant rabbit.
0: And then, just in case we haven't seen enough of this already, we get another mayor press conference. Yeah, well, actually, you no. Know, what happens is Doug...
1: is it, it is Doug, isn't it? I do forget. Yeah. Doug actually goes back to the unve- evangelical Christian people and they pounce on him and knock him out with the Bible. Mm-hmm and he's seemingly sent away for being a crazy man
0: yeah yeah so we get into a press conference uh it's promoting the tools some more his edible tools and uh, this time they're blaming doug for all the murdering saying so, you know, it's him that did it um it's all his fault so he's yeah. been tearing up bodies and yeah. such you know Because he's obviously capable of that. And then we get the Easter Day Parade and it looks fucking dreadful. It looks awful. This place looks like my worst fucking nightmare. It does
1: not. And it's clearly an actual sort of um, Easter Parade or or whatever. Yeah, it's so tacky. It looks so tacky. (laughs) It's like the most exciting parts are a trampoline. Yeah. uh, A wacky waving inflatable arm waving tube man. Mm-hmm. did I say that right?
0: I think so I yeah. may have
1: got that right i'm I'm quite proud if I did um don't correct me if I'm wrong. you'll hurt my feelings and um yeah, that's about it. Some woman inexplicably gets really, really excited when she finds an egg, yeah, um which wasn't very well hidden um but she's really super fucking
0: excited about it <laughs> this is a very white film, and uh, <laughs> yeah they, they insert an Asian lady and a daughter and they have about three different camera shots focusing purely on her just so like they said they've had a bit of diversity in the film
1: potentially
0: like it, they make a point of showing her and it, she's not a major character or anything they just do it like randomly and it's like really you're um, you know you're, you're trying to promote a bit of diversity yet the whole film is predominantly a white cast you've had moments of homophobia moments of sexism and and now you're trying to redeem yourself by showing someone of color for a few seconds. <sighs> we then have watching the parade for some for some reason I don't know why. Yeah. Prison cell. A, a mental asylum yeah. that is right next to the Easter Day parade. <laughs> right next to it, he's watching everything. He can see it all. Yeah, dog's in the window. He's in a straight jacket he's, now. He's in a straight jacket. And. <laughs> And he's like, uh, you're all going to die. <laughs> yeah, you're all going to die. And then uh, the mayor's like, die, 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 fun, or something like that. And no, he's
1: like, he's like, we're all going to die. Some eggs for the Easter parade. <laughs> 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 and, he, and then uh, the Beaster Bunny arrives at the parade. Yeah. Mr. Bunny turns up. uh, Brenda's way of dealing with this is shouting rabbit constantly. Yeah, it's a giant rabbit. No, no, she's just, to begin with, she just shouts rabbit. (laughs) Just rabbit, rabbit, rabbit.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, And then everybody starts running. So there's clearly in these clips the real people that were at the actual parade who happened to be in the camera shots. Yeah and then the actors who are take the extras should i say that are taking part in the film so these extras are running and running and running towards the camera and running away from the camera it doesn't look like the biggest field in the world um, but they don't seem to be going anywhere no <laughs> <do they? laughs> and then you get shots of brenda who's on some sort of bridge or something looking over the uh, parade and she's shouting rabbit and they're screaming, but the people in the background are obviously just the normal people who are at the parade. <laughs> so they ain't running anywhere, they're just yeah. having a cream. they're just walking around <laughs> this f***ing field. And it's shit, and it looks shit, and it looks stupid. What happens to the mayor? The mayor gets squashed, so he gets stomped on by the booster Bunny, and his blood, um, because his whole body disappears... Uh, but the blood that's left is in the shape of
0: the peace sign. Yeah, because he's a hippie. Because he was a hippie. <laughs> a random ever, another random guy's crushed. Three women get decapitated. Those three women have done a lot. That they even knew they were in the film. No. Um, and then another guy says, "That's the second biggest rabbit I've ever seen." Yeah, I didn't get that. Was no. that meant to be a joke? I'm not sure, but yeah, you've got dog in the Do window. Feel it may have been a rampant rabbit joke. Maybe. You've got the, the dog in the window, and he's like, oh, these poor souls, these poor people.
1: Yeah, and he's acting pretty normal. He's obviously shocked, but he's not, you know, as normal as he's been for the rest of the film. Yeah. And then right away afterwards, when he gets saved by Brenda, he's acting as if he's, like, doped up. And yeah. They've given him a lobotomy. mm mm-hmm. Um But anyway, these... Our souls are running around and not really
0: going anywhere, so they're all getting stomped
1: and decapitated.
0: Meanwhile, Brenda's dad and his girlfriend are playing some weird kinky bacon game. <laughs> yeah, so her dad's dressed as a baby with a bib,
1: and on the end of a stick, on some string, is some bacon, which her stepmum is sort of... A dangling in yeah. front of him and he's like oh I want the bacon oh I want the bacon oh does the baby want the bacon <laughs> I don't, don't know why I just gave him that accent <laughs> <laughs> this isn't funny man <laughs> I don't know where that came from um, but yeah she's dangling the bacon in front of him and he's acting like a baby Brenda walks in on them to absolute hilarity oh I couldn't stop laughing at this scene yeah and uh, so he's, like, "Oh, oh, I can explain. It's not what you think it is. Oh, what did you think it, whatever or whatever. I don't really don't give a shit. And um, Brenda and her dad start talking as if a giant rabbit was no big issue. Um, he turns it into a lecture. Yeah, you always run away from everything. Um, you know, if you run away now, I will never support you ever again. All that shit. We're doing a great job of it anyway. It made her get a fucking job catching dogs. Yeah. And um, and you, we don't see a single dog in the whole film. We? No, no, we don't. You know, that would have been nice. It would have been nice to have seen a few doggies in the film, but we don't. Even a fucking squirrel. We don't see yeah. any animals, considering they're meant to be catching them. Anyway, um, I digress. So they're talking as if... A giant rabbit is no big issue um she's like oh for fuck's sake okay then i'll go i'll go destroy the giant rabbit that's killing everyone where are your guns and he points her in the direction of the guns and he's got quite a few of them he. yeah um but she only chooses to take one mm-hmm. and um she goes and very very easily breaks dog out of the uh, insane Yeah, asylum. she just walks in. Just takes walks him out. in, just walks in, takes him out and uh, gives him a um, carrot costume that she's, I don't know, do you think she just had it there? Quickly worked to it together. Go? Just got quickly went on the sewing machine and put together a, a carrot costume. hmm uh, Gives it to him, says, you're dressed as a carrot, you'll be the bait. And, um, are you ready for action or are you too doped up? But for none of this film, I mean okay, so the scantily clad gardener, there were carrots all over her garden. Yeah. But the be the, the beast of didn't eat any of them. No. He just sort of scattered them. Um so why is he having to dress like a carrot? <laughs> when just looking normal would probably be Easier, he just had to dress up like uh, he had to dress up in a suggestive outfit, and, you know. He should have put on some lingerie, that's what he should have yeah. done. <laughs> that would have tempted the Easter Bunny out of hiding,
0: even though it's not in hiding. Um, in, in a really bizarre move after this, um, Doug finds his boss who's had his feet cut off and he, he's sitting there like, Oh, just get me to the hospital, help me, and whatever. And Doug's like, Oh, no. Oh, you poor soul. I'll put you out of your misery. And then he just whacks him in the head with plank of wood and he's dead. So this is where Doug's acting as if he's had a lobotomy. Yeah. But well, on the sign for the mental institute, it says buy one lobotomy, get one free oh. or something like that.
1: Yeah, and this is where he's acting as if he has had one. But before this, when he's shouting out the window, he's not acting as if he's had one. No. And, you know, it, it's that inconsistency that I'm, it's why I just can't take this film seriously. I mean, yeah, I mean, I Up don't mean... until this point, you know, I, I was there with them. <laughs> Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Uh,
0: so, Doug, after he kills his boss, he's like, now who will stare at my dick as I try and steal their drinks? Yeah. And what? There's no indication that his boss was gay, that his boss fancied him. Or that he stole drinks. Or that he stole drinks at all. The rabbit appears, starts bouncing after Doug. Um, Brenda shoots it. Kills it very easily as mm-hmm. well. Yes. Yeah, Everything gets really easy for Brenda at this stage. She she kills the rabbit very, very easily. Um, and. Uh, Channeling her uh, Linda Hamilton in a tank top. Yeah. She... <laughs> Doug checks if it's alive. He asks her out on a date. She's like, no, I thought you were gay. And then uh, then she's like, I wonder how the rabbit got so big. And then the end credits is just uh, them looking confused.
1: Well, they're just standing there, aren't they? Yeah. With the credits rolling. And that's it. That was fucking
0: dreadful. And it's easy to say, you know, oh... It's the film about a giant rabbit. What a bad film. No, no, you don't get it. This film's fucking But it's
1: not funny. There's no real heart to it. The humour isn't very funny. No. Um, You can tell that they're trying to play it off as a comedy. I get it. But it's not funny. No. You know, if it had just, I don't know, tried a little harder. In every aspect, but I might have I, appreciated
0: this it. This is what I don't understand. No work went into this film. It's it's almost like the director was filming one of his porn films. I was like, oh, do you know what? I've got some spare film. Maybe we should... Uh, spare a bit of budget. Maybe we should uh, make a horror film. Yeah. But, you know, it just fails on every aspect. I, I don't know what the guy was thinking he was dressed in a fucking bunny costume. Like, I don't know why you'd say yes to that and... I don't know who, who watched the film in post-production and said, yeah, we should release this. This is just dreadful. Mm.
1: Just awful. Yeah. Awful.
0: And, and there's really not much more that can be said about it. And this is the shortest episode. I mean, <laughs> we're on, like, 51 minutes. Oh, wow. Um, but
1: there is nothing to say about no. it. No. I think that's the issue sometimes, is that uh, there was just nothing to say about it, that there's no... I have no questions to ask you, Gary, in no. terms of the film. Because no.
0: there's nothing there, it's flat. No, lead actor's a piece of shit. Well, it acts like one anyway. Director seems like one. You know, it's just awful. So that's the beast of bunny. <laughs> um... Next week, it'd be really nice, Chris, if you could choose a good film. <laughs> I you,
1: I might actually. We've had a few shit ones recently, haven't we? Yeah. Um, so I think I might choose a good film for us to discuss, and we can we can try and discuss some nice themes and, and
0: uh... <laughs> This film made me appreciate Funny Man more. That's certain. Oh, I don't know about that. Um, um, we uh, also, by the way, we watched uh, When a Stranger in Return in. in Regards to our last episode, we watched When a Stranger Calls Back. Um, really enjoyed it. Would have rather spoke about that in this film.
1: Yeah, it was alright actually. When a Stranger Calls Back. Yeah. Carol Kane does a high kick
0: at one point. She does highlight the film. <laughs> uh, the lead actress looks like uh, one of the girls from the uh, pop group from the early two thousands tattoo.
1: Um. Charles Durning's in it again. Yeah. Charles Durning's always good to see in any film.
0: Yeah, so that was that was better than the Beast Bunny. <laughs> See, kind of Bunny. It was. I wish
1: we'd done an episode on that. Um, <laughs> to try it all together, yeah. but I promise I'll I'll choose a good film, and. Um, yeah, we'll uh, maybe try and watch it before you listen to our podcast. Yeah, if it's a good one that's easily available. It might be cool that people get, because I understand that you know. Pretty much nobody who listens to this has actually watched the Beast of Bunny. So, us talking about it, and, and I know it's, it's funny, but if you've watched it, you might have a...
0: Yeah, I, I'm not going to, you know, if you have seen it, please let us know. Um, if you haven't, then fair play, don't watch it. We're, yeah. we're not going to recommend this one to you. Listen to us talk about it, but don't watch it. You know, uh, you'll probably have more fun listening to us than you would uh, watching the film. So, if you're on social media, and by chance you have seen it, let us know. We're Hurricane Trash over on Facebook and Instagram, Hurricane Trash on Twitter. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, rate, review, and subscribe, and flag like and follow on everyone else, everything else, even. I'm gasmo 205 on Instagram, GazCruise92 on Twitter, and DeadEyeCast92 on Letterboxd. I am Chris Barker823 on Instagram,
1: Letterboxd, and Twitter.
0: And um, we'll see you same time, same place next week.
1: Bye.